Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me again today is Patrick Tolles. He is a focused missionary at OSU. Welcome again, Patrick. Thank you so much for having me. Great to have you. Let's start with a prayer in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord God, we give you thanks for this day. We ask that you guide us, help us to grow as disciples of your Son. We ask this through the same Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So, Patrick, we've been talking a lot about sports and the spiritual life, and I think to take one little thread from that Mm -hmm. and kind of move over is the idea of coaching, that we all... But one, one thing that I really wanted to talk to you specifically is discipling. Mm. So we talk about discipling, which Absolutely. is um really is focuses great expertise. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Um thank you. Yeah. yeah. And so first of all, maybe you could define for us what discipling is. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say it is a in layman's terms, it is a Christian, um a Catholic Christian mentorship, as you would say, like in a worldly sense mentorship, um, where someone can guide and continue to help facilitate an encounter with the person of Jesus. Um, you're in no way as a discipler, um, responsible, right. For their salvation, but right. As a discipler, right. You are constantly encouraging them and, and, and shifting them right to the person of Jesus. And, you know, we've heard a lot over the last I don't know, five or six years Mm -hmm. from Pope Francis about accompaniment. Yes. And really what he means, if you look at the context and his, you know, experiences um, in in different movements and um, and in Buenos Aires and the context of what he's talking about, especially with missionary discipleship. Absolutely. Accompaniment really is this discipling is mm-hmm. what he means by it. So For sure. um, sometimes people will use accompaniment yes. as sort of at yeah. least the Catholic yeah. phrase. Discipling tends to be more used Absolutely. in Protestant circles. But. Yeah, I think, too, like in the Old Testament, right, it talks about being um, in, in the dust of the rabbi, right? Mm-hmm. Like the a rabbi's disciples, right, should be, you know, say a shepherd should smell like the sheep. Mm-hmm. Right? And it, again, like Paul talks about, right, sharing your very self, right, with these with these people, with us, with, with students, and uh, with me, specifically student-athletes. Am I, you know, as we talk about, right, spending a scandalous amount of time, right, with them um, to where, um, yeah, not necessarily we're, we're attached at the hip, but, right, we are inserting ourselves into, into their lives. Um, and that's really what discipleship is, accompaniment, like you said. So what does discipling look like? So from your experience Absolutely. as a focused missionary, yes. what does discipling look like? Yeah, great, great question. So we talk about um, kind of the three three uh, kind of phases, right, with discipleship, right? First is, is win, right? So we meet somebody on campus um, and we, you know, just engage them in conversation, right? Maybe it's a spiritual conversation. Usually it's not, right? There's hopefully an exchange of numbers. I like to play basketball at the RPAC there on campus. And um, I ask people, hey, you want to go play some basketball, right? So I meet with them, right? Play basketball with them, establish a, another, I guess, touch point in our, in our relationship. And then hopefully I play with them enough times to where they trust me, and then if I have their trust, right, maybe I can invite them into a Bible study or maybe take it off the basketball court. We go to lunch, right? And we maybe begin to have these, these spiritual conversations, right? And so um, the win part is, is winning people, not to us, right, but to the person of Jesus, right? And that's why we, we present the gospel, right? Giving people an opportunity to say that they want to make Christ and his church, the Catholic church, 
the center of their life. So that's the win part, right? And then we go into the build phase um, because people can be one. That's awesome. But then they go out and they have, they have no foundation, right? They haven't built that practice that we talked about a couple of segments ago of, um, of understanding how to share their faith or what their faith actually is and, and all these kind of things, right? Understanding scripture, right? St. Jerome says ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ, right? Are we, are we enveloped in scripture? Um, and that's the kind of that build phase, which sometimes can take a year. Sometimes it takes six months, um, Austin talks about this all the time, right? Like when we meet with our students, we're not inviting them into anything that we're doing. We're affirming something that Jesus is doing in their heart, right? If we feel like the Lord is really inviting these people onto, onto full-time mission, then we talk about the send phase, right? And we invite them into, yeah, full-time mission with us, which is what Jesus, we feel like is already doing in their life. Um, so, the, and that's, uh, that's, so, the first step then mm-hmm. is win. is really the win. Yes, and um, we see you know we see that like you know maybe in the average person's <clears throat> life. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I guess do do you recommend discipling like within the family? I think so. It's like this something like a parent or a grandparent can do. I think they definitely can, and they definitely yeah. should. I mean, I I think that yeah, my my parents right absolutely right? Like this would have been integral, right? For, for them to know. Cause it starts at the home. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was at Boston college, I got to write my thesis on why Catholics leave the church because we're losing seven, right? For everyone that comes. Um, but I still have lots of hope, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, of Jesus. <laughs> but, the, but the reason, right, is like, there's, you know, and just being an example is not enough, right? These parents, right? We have to have conversations with our children, right? About, about the faith and about Jesus. And if you don't know what to talk about, right? Well, then, you need to feed yourself, right? Allow yourself to be fed. So then you, cause you can't share what you don't have. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus, then you have no capacity to talk about it with your kids. The, and so really the family becomes like the natural yes. means of discipling. Domestic church. Know? Absolutely. Yes. Um, but I think, you know, if we're looking for targets too, from people, mm-hmm. you know, I think obvious logical is your neighbors. Yes. You know, or coworkers. Yes. Um, or, you know, maybe, and people at church even. Yes. Um, oh, for sure. You yeah, know. we have um, a lot of the people who, kind of regional directors within Focus that work, you know, um, not on campuses. Well, sometimes, uh, you know, go and stand in the back of church after communion with one of their, you know, usually four or five children uh, and stop people on the way out that are just trying to, you know, leave right after communion and invite them to brunch at their house and invite them into, into conversations. One thing that I think we should not do right? Um, or, or try not to do is when we encounter these people to try to immediately re- remove them from the imi- environment that they're in. Like for say you meet somebody on, you know, the football team, right? Like the desire, right, is for that person then to take what they know to the people that they know. And we get all the times like these kind of kids that are students that come up to us. They're not kids. They're 18 years old. Right? Come up to us and say, hey, um, yeah, can you get, give us some people for us to call for Bible study? We're like, go to your classrooms, Mm-hmm. Right, like who's in your biology class? Like you talked about, who's who do you walk with to class? You know, who uh, who's your parents' friend or your parents' kid that you went to high school with that maybe lives on the other side of campus? Mm-hmm. Right, who do you play basketball with? Right, those are the people. Right, faithful, you know, faithful in the moment. Right, that's discernment. Right, of you know, meeting people where Jesus has you, um, not 
having to put yourself in, in, in to- totally new, you know, external environment and thinking that that will change things. And that, you know, that goes back to an earlier point you made about you, people have to know that you're invested into them mm-hmm. for them to trust yeah. you. People want to know, receptive. people want to know that you, you care before they care about what you know. Right. We talk about that all the time. You know, because there are there are certain there are some methods of evangelization. Absolutely. Where, you know, people walk up to total strangers. Mm-hmm. They have absolutely no connection to. Yes. But they have they feel some sort of, you know, like um, sure. drawl or, you know, like absolutely. the Lord is asking them to yeah. go to this. Or, you know, there's the classic guy door to door evangelization. For you sure. Know? Um and it it seems I mean it seems to me like this is not necessarily so much focuses no not necessarily and and not that those w- w- those ways are bad right but it's yeah. like I think as Paul talks about like we became all I became all things to all people right so it's you know I meet somebody who you know loves um, what's is ornithology is that the bird watching is that I bird think so, yeah. they love bird watching right yeah I'm not a big bird watcher right but again if that's something that they love well. And I want to invest in them. Well, then you begin to love what they love, right? Yeah. So how am I? Oh, I'll go bird watching with you. Yeah, you know, becoming all things to all people, right? Not in any way because you have a hidden agenda. Yeah. Um, I had a guy ask me. He's like, Patrick, I feel like, you know, like you only want to be friends with me because you just want want to get me to heaven. And I'm like, that's exactly right. Yeah. You know, like that's that's what we desire, right? And like, yeah, I, I desire friendship with you, but. But that's why we're here, right? You talk about discipleship and coaching is to get to heaven. And frankly, I want my relationships that I have to be centered around that. Yeah. And and I also like the point about, you know, so for instance, you invite people to play basketball. Absolutely. Um, you know, and other people might have different kind of for sure. means by talk which. Personalities. They, and exactly you know, right. But we re- we have to kind of be faithful to who we are. Yes. Too. Yes. Because, um, I mean, especially with, um, millennials and Gen Zers, authenticity is yes, so key. That's you exactly know? right. Like if you're not a bird watcher, you shouldn't invite people. No, I would never invite somebody birds. to go bird watching with me. Yeah. Right. But again, if somebody's, you know, doing something else, right, we say go to their turf first, right? And then, right, if you get in a position, right, you can invite them into your life. Um, but if I meet somebody random and say, hey, come to my house for dinner, you know, I, I don't know how fruitful in the moment that would be one really important question as we're kind of wrapping up yes is how do you know when to set the hook like <laughs> when to like make the sale like yeah hey you know in the in the, especially in this wind step yeah i think to be honest people usually wait too long um i think you always want to have tact every every situation is different um but but just as, as right, John Paul II said, like, be, be not afraid, right? You say the name of Jesus, something always happens. And you're like, oh, what am I going to say, right? Share your story. Yeah. Right? People cannot refute your, your personal testimony. That's what I tell my team all the time. Of like, what do you share? Share what Jesus has done in your life because <laughs> that's real. Um, you can talk about teaching and all those kind of things, but, you know, that's out there, right? Mm-hmm. That's, you know, kind of, you know, not in space necessarily, but up in the sky. And, you know, let's talk about what Christ has, has, moved, has moved in your heart because that's what people want to hear. Excellent. You've been listening to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today has been Patrick Tolles uh, from Focus. We're going to talk a little bit more about um, discipling. We're actually going to talk a lot more about discipling (laughs) in our next segment. But until next time, peace and all good.